The blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast from Our Past podcast. We're the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam. And today we have another top 10 episode for you. We are going to reach back into the post-punk rap rock days of the late 90s to early 2000s and bring you our top 10 new metal songs. That's N-U metal songs. I did it all for the beef up. What? The beef up. What? So you can stick that podcast and put it up your hill. Hey. (laughs) Hey. That's right. We are going back to the days of new metal to bring you our top 10 favorites. And this was an interesting list to put together. Ah. I will say. Okay. Because I forgot how many songs I actually listened to. Dude. No kidding. I, I, I started off with like probably like 50 songs and then I weeded it down to 20, 22. And I was like, how, I, don't, I, I had so much trouble, like at, mm-hmm. especially like on the, you know, those bottom half, I would say. But yeah. I was like, holy shit, there is a lot from this genre that I really did listen to. Yeah. So we went through, to, because, you know, music genres, they're, they're fluid. And so it's, sometimes it's hard to pinpoint or, you know, pigeonhole a band into a certain style. So we went off of Wikipedia's list. Yeah. Of new metal bands. Yeah, because we John and I were kind of talking, and I was trying to be like, okay, well, what about Filter? Would you consider them new metal? I kind of do. And John was like, no, I don't think so. Even like Bits of Tool, I think, uh, you know, fits in new metal. And John's like, no, not really. Um, or other ones like that. And so we just mm-hmm. had to be like, we just have to go off one thing particular. Yes. Uh, so we went off of their list. So, Adam, I have to admit something to you. Uh, I went rogue. Uh-oh. Did you, t- did you go off the list, John? I went off the list, but there was one band I refused to believe belonged on that <laughs> list, and so I did not include them. Oh, no. Protest. I wonder if I put them on, because there's one that I don't really consider new metal, but I put them on my list because <laughs> they were on there. Uh, well, I can tell you now if you want to adjust your list. No, I'm going to leave them. I'm leaving mine on Okay. Here. Whatever. You can tell me if it's uh, them or... Uh, you just say it. Just say it now. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, It was Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Yeah, they made um, list. and and the reason the reason I uh, the reason I don't believe them to be new metal is because new metal was mostly a thing that sort of happened in the mid to late '90s, late '90s really, and then to the 2000s. And by 2000, the band was almost done. Their final their final studio album at that time came out in 2000, and it was a cover album. Mm-hmm. The majority of their really good stuff uh, came out in the early '90s and mid '90s, mm-hmm. and kind of. To, to me, that doesn't seem new metal-ish. So out of protest, I decided not to put them okay. on my list. Fair enough. Um, they are one of my favorite bands, and I actually considered putting on a, a top 10 favorite Rage Against the Machine songs somewhere on the list. It might be fun to do down the, yeah, down the road. But uh, So yeah, so there won't be any Rage on my list simply because I don't feel like they're new metal. Okay. Uh, that was the only one that I did. Everyone else that was on the list I did use. Okay, okay. Um, and similar to you, my initial list was 30 songs deep. Yeah. Um, and that was using our rule of only one song mm-hmm. per band. Yeah, which is surprising because I don't think a lot of people would think, oh, there are even 30 new metal bands out there. But you realize like, oh, yeah, okay. <sighs> yeah. There were a ton. They were everywhere. Yes. 
Um, and I forgot how many of them I listened to on the radio and yep. all over the place and in strip clubs. That's another story for another time. <laughs> what? No, that's a perfect story for right now. Uh, we, if okay, so if the song that that story is related to comes up, I will talk about it. I will say this: I did have an extremely hard time narrowing this down to ten bands and ten songs because there's out of the thirty, at least twenty of them are worth talking about. Yeah. And so, uh, if they don't get brought up, I can tell you this: uh, my my honorable mentions list will be extensive. I'm fine with that. I've got a pretty big one as well. Uh, all right. Uh, couple did you more, have something you Just a couple other small things. Sure. Just to say that I did. Um, I did not include kind of the new metal ballads on my list. Um, so you'll get things like uh, Seether Broken," "Stone Sour Bother," "Stained Outside," or Seven Dust uh, Xmas Day." Those are kind of like silver ones because similar to when we kind of did the hair metal songs, mm-hmm. um, we didn't we saved the ballads for another list. This one I wouldn't say new metal ballads is one to put on there, but when I <laughs> right. think. When I think new metal, I think hard. And so I, I, even though there are some of those ones that I just mentioned that I fucking love, I, I didn't put them on there just for my own personal list. Yeah, there's actually only one song on my whole list. Um, didn't even make my top 10 that I would even consider a ballad at all. So, okay. yeah, it was more or less the same. Yeah. Uh, and then just to kind of further emphasize like how much I appreciated this, gen- this genre, I would say at least three of these bands that made my top 10 at one time or another, they, I had considered them as like my rotation as my favorite band at a time. So mm. yeah. So there's, um, there's quite a bit of that. So yeah. So mm. new metal. I, I mean, this is the shit I grew up on. Um, I think I'd mentioned before I wore baggy shorts and um, <laughs> bowling t-shirts bowling and a chain shirts, wallet. Yeah. yeah. Like this was my kind of genre. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and start talking about some of these songs. And uh, Adam, I'm going to let you start us off with your number 10. Sure. My number 10, I don't even know if I need to say the name of the song or the band. All I'm going to go is, oh, wah! <laughs> that's <laughs> just, I do it terribly, but that's disturbed down with the sickness. Looking at my own reflection, when suddenly it changes, violently it changes, how long? I didn't make my list, but it was, uh, I kind of quantify, I actually kind of quantified my entire list this time, which I don't normally do. Anything uh-huh. below 10 just kind of gets it. But uh, to me, it was, it was my number 12. Oh, okay. Cool. So it was just off. It came out in 2000, uh, hit number 104 on the Hot 100 charts, um, number five on the rock chart. But this is just a fun headbanging song. It's great to play it with is. friends. It's a, it's a great fun song. Um, if, if you're a, if you're a TikTok fan, it made the, it made the rounds on TikTok oh, really? um, where people were using it for all kinds of stuff. It's a, you know, it's sort of, it's one of those heavy songs that even people who don't like heavy songs uh-huh. will kind of get into cause it's fun. <laughs> it is. It's a little goofy, but it's, it's a good song. Yeah, it is. 
Yep. Oh man, I, I don't love. I mean, I love that start. I love that. Oh wow! Oh wow! It's just yeah. God. It's good. It gets me. <laughs> gets me into the song. Gets me juiced up. And I think it's a perfect way to kind of get my list going. Uh. Okay. So for my number ten. Um, this was not particularly a band I followed, but I did love this song anytime it came on. I can tell you this, my number 10 slot was the one that mm. I had the hardest time yeah. figuring out who, what was going to go where. There was any number of, of ones that could have made it. Um, some of them for the quality of the song, some of them for the nostalgia of the song. Um, and uh, in the end, I ended up going with, wait a minute, that is the wrong name of the song. I just realized <laughs> they put the wrong name of the song. Um, I meant the other one. Hold on. <laughs> Let me fix this on my list. Wow, John, way to go. I'm keeping this all in, by the way. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I put the wrong one up there. Uh, my number 10 is Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. That's the one. Uh, Save that's the one. me. That, that's the song? Yeah. Wake yeah. me up. Yeah, wake me up inside. Yeah, that's a good one. That's very good. I didn't even think about Evanescence for some reason. I guess I, I just wasn't a huge Evanescence guy, but that is that song was very popular. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I didn't listen to them. I didn't ever buy their albums, but I always liked this song. Yeah, fair, fair um, enough. And, and in the end, I in the end, I think the quality of the song, it's it's got a lot of production. Minus the weird dude sort of screaming, rapping in the back. Yeah. Which I could, uh, I mean, in the end, it's, it's what's her name? Amy Lee? Yeah, Amy Lee. Is that her name? Yep. I mean, that's essentially, that's, that's Evanescence. That's all anyone ever sees, which, yeah. Um, as somebody who's played music, I hate to, you know, belittle another musician for that same <laughs> fact, but that's, when people see Evanescence, they think Amy Lee, so. True. Uh, but I always thought that was a great song. So yeah. I thought it was just good enough to make my number 10. That very much agree. Uh, all right. Number nine, sir. Yes, uh, my number nine. I'm not worried about it being on your list because you explicitly said this band did not mm-hmm. make your list. Um, I I like their stuff quite a bit, and my favorite Rage song is Bulls on Parade. Such a classic, such a great song. 
Yes. Um, I love that song. Um, I think if uh, if I had included Raged, it wouldn't have been that one, only mm. because I've started to dive a little bit deeper into mm. their discography, and I found some other songs that I think are just generally better songs. Okay. But I gotta say, the I the I remember the first time seeing the video, and actually that would have been the first time I heard the song. Um, and it's it's not a complicated song. I mean, the music itself is very simple, but the first time hearing it, oh man, it gets you rocking, head bobbing, yes. moving. It gets you pumped up. It is such a good song. Yeah, you gotta respect the. I don't know, the, the political anger that yeah. Zach De La Roach and all of them bring from Rage Against the Scene. Uh, Rage Against the Scene. This song came out in 1996. It is actually the oldest song on my on my entire list. Um, okay. So that kind of, yeah, uh, ties in. And there's that kind of very funky guitar solo. Um, yeah. It contains a vinyl scratch effect uh, from Tom Morello. So it's done by, apparently he's toggling between two different pickups, one on and one off. Uh, while he's doing it, while he's mm-hmm. rubbing his hands on the strings over the pickups to create the effect that someone is scratching the vinyl disc. But it's a very unique sound to it. It is. And that's one of the things that made this band unique was, in my mind, a few things. One um, one thing that Zach DeLaRoche does that a lot of other rappers don't do mm-hmm. is repeat. He, he actually has like a chorus that really kind of repeats. Uh-huh. And he will repeat lines even throughout. And I think that is for emphasis, and I I kind of appreciate that too. Tom Morello's guitar playing is kind of second to none. Anything you hear on them is him doing it on guitar. And yes, some of it is being sort of processed through pedals and other things, but it is him doing it. And two, the the two people who don't get talked about a lot is the are the bass player and the drummers. And I forgive me, I don't know their names off the top of my head. You they keep such a great groove that none of the other stuff would be possible without that basic foundation. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that band. And cool. as I mentioned, they weren't, they weren't on my list just out of protest, <laughs> but that does not make, you know, that does not belittle my opinion at okay. all cool. of this band. All right. We'll see what you think about my number nine. Um, I will be kind of surprised actually, if this band even made, uh, I'm sure it, it made your initial list just because mm-hmm. they were listed there. Um, but I uh, will be surprised if it actually made your top 10, and it probably wouldn't be this song if it was. And my number nine band is Limp Biscuit, and the song is Pollution. never like the Limp Bizkit guy. Uh, I really, really got into their first album, $3 Bill, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved that album, and it came out, it was around my senior year of high school. So I really got into them, and then when they came out with their 
Actually, yeah, it would have been like early my senior year of high school because later in that same year is when their second album came out, and that's when Nookie was on, mm-hmm. and that's when they kind of exploded. But at that point, it wasn't the same. It, they didn't have that sort of raw band feel. Um, and you get the new metal thing because he's doing some rapping. There's some scratching, which is, you know, new metal is essentially metal. We probably should have mentioned this. Mm-hmm. New metal is essentially, it's metal that it's incorporating other styles into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the most obvious one a lot of times is rap, but it could also yeah. be grunge sounds, you know, uh, post-grunge rock. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a kind of a culmination of metal with other sounds. Um, and so Pollution was one of my favorite ones off off of that uh, that initial album. Um, I, the one thing I always found weird was a lot of their songs like have a formula. Like you can kind of tell like where the song is going based on where it is. You just you can just kind of hear the same formula. It's not, you know obviously not the songs sound the same, but you can hear the same form. Um, and this one I always found to be hilarious because it ends with uh, a very up section, and then the band cuts out, but Fred Durst keeps going, and then you hear I forget the guy's name. It's Wes something. It was the guitar player who always wore weird makeup. Basically, just telling him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, but it's a it's a great like get you pumped song. Good. There you go. Uh, all right, your number eight. All right. Um. So my number eight is from a band that I think should absolutely be in consideration. Now, Limp Bizkit definitely. Yeah, it wouldn't have been that song. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I I thought of the band and then I kind of quickly was like, well, you know what? I just didn't really listen to much Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Um, but this other band, actually, I think the lead singer from this band, I believe, is the guy who kind of discovered um, Fred Durst and kind of brought uh, brought Limp Bizkit into the fold. I think, if I remember correctly, um, and this band Corn is one that everybody should consider for a new metal band. To me, they're like maybe the biggest. Like they just scream new metal more than anyone mm-hmm. else to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my song from them that I really like because I had this album issues and I really loved it uh, is the song "Falling Away from Me." That song is not on my list. Fair, fair enough. And they've got a lot of good stuff. And I had to actually kind of listen through uh, my corn collection and be like, which one do I like? And ultimately, falling away from me, one out is like, you know what? I really do like this one. This is the one I want to represent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out in 1999, hit number seven <clears throat> on the rock charts. And actually, even before uh, the album came out, this song debuted on an episode of a thing that I love, and you know I love it to death, an episode of South Park. So oh, really? Corn did a guest spot on this episode of South Park. It's a fucking <laughs> hilarious episode because what they do is Corn comes in. It's it's the the episode's called Corn's Groovy Pirate Coast Pirate Ghost Mystery, and basically Corn <laughs> is just parodying um, Scooby Doo, and they're doing that. You know what? I do have I do have a little bit of a recollection of that. Yeah, and they just I mean they're just to me it's also great because they show that they don't take themselves too seriously. They just yeah. had a good time on South Park. Um, and I find it particularly funny 
I can't remember which, I think it was Fieldy uh, from the members of Corn. I mm-hmm. believe he told Matt, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, hey, I just want you to look, make me look cool. Like, I want to be in a, in a cool role. <laughs> and so they gave him bumbling Daphne. Or not, is it Daphne? Or the one with glasses? Uh, uh, yeah, or Velma. That's what it is. That's, oh, okay. yeah, Velma. They gave they gave him Velma. So like he's constantly losing his glasses and trying to find them, and he's just like <laughs> dorky nerdy. But the song is fucking awesome, and just like you're gonna get from pretty much every one of these, it makes you fucking pumped. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, my we're on my eight, right? Yep, you're eight. Yep. Um, it is possible that you might see this band on on your list i I would be surprised if they didn't make your at least your initial one because they were huge in the 2000s um, and i had their first album when i went to college and i listened to it um, pretty much any time the band took a road trip Um, like when we went to florida for the florida game or if we were going to like tennessee or auburn for Mm. one of those football games i would listen to the whole thing i had like a sony discman Mm -hmm. at the time uh, and I would listen to the entirety of the album Hybrid Theory. And uh, my number eight is Linkin Park, but the song is called Points of Authority. You love the way I look at you. Not one of their bigger radio hits, but yeah. it was it was a deeper cut. But one, it's been it's always been my favorite one off that album. One step closer was the one I was considering, um, and didn't end up kind of making my big big or my uh, smaller list. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I I had that album as well, and I listened to it pretty damn frequently. It's a it's a it's a great album. They were a great band. Um, I was sorry to uh, hear about the end of uh, yep. I can't remember what's his last name Chester, um, molester. I said, sorry, bad joke. <laughs> that was horrible, Adam. A. Arthur? Uh, no. <laughs> the singer. He Betting, was the, not the rapper, but the singer. Beddingfield or something like that, right? Yeah, so I, I'm really bad at names. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, okay, so that was my number eight. All right. Are we moving on to seven, I think? Yep. Yep, I don't, I don't know where else we would go, but... Okay. <laughs> All right, um, we are going to my number seven. I don't recollect you being a fan of this band. Maybe you were. I don't remember. Um, I wasn't at first because they came across very strange because of how they looked. Not really how they looked, but really how they dressed. And it was kind of way over the top. They, I think they even had like two drummers. Um, it's ridiculous. But I really started to appreciate this band uh, after a little couple more years and just kind of like realize them building up their discography. And I was like, oh, wait, I should go check them out and listen to it. And I'm like, wow, this is good shit. Uh, for me, my number seven is Slipknot. And I've get gone with Wait and Bleed. Come on, I'm 
Again, that song is not on my list. Okay. Uh, there was another one that I considered, which um, I won't mention in case that is the one that you went with. Uh, mm-hmm. But Wait and Bleed, fucking love this song. Came out in 1999. The drums on this song, holy shit. I mm-hmm. fucking love the drums on this song. Uh, you get good mix of, uh, was it Corey Taylor's like actual kind of singing, but then also good growl as well. Yeah, he's got a great screaming voice. Yes. Uh, hit number 34 on the mainstream rock chart. Um, I've always had a little, you know, once I once I kind of learned a little bit more about Slipknot and really kind of, um, you know, started listening to their music and finding out they're from Iowa. And, you know, there's always that mm-hmm. little t- tinge of, oh, I love yeah. Iowa. Yeah, you because know, that's, that's a little that's pride. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they're they're ridiculous with the way that they have their masks and stuff like that. But now I, you just, I, I really appreciate that kind of artistry. And so yeah. I love it. Uh, all right, my number seven um, is actually a band that we were discussing when we were trying to figure out whether or not they were new metal, and that's when we decided that, uh, yeah, I think we're going to have to just go with who's on this list. My number seven is Wish You Were Here by Incubus. I dig my toes into the sand The ocean looks like a thousand diamonds strewn across the blue plane That song is not on my list. Okay. I was kind of expecting this. I was expecting a lot of similar bands, yeah. but different songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was thinking about this when I, when, I, when I decided, when I was trying to figure out which Incubus song. Um, there were some, some, some bands where it was like, well, automatically it's going to be this song because mm-hmm. you know, that was like their only big radio hit or something. This one I had a hard time listening because I did listen to several of their albums. And I was trying to remember... Who introduced me to them? Because I remember sort of resisting them yeah. for a while. I think it was you. See, I think I remember being um, brought in by Abby, by our sister, because uh, she was dating a guy, uh, Ryan, who sometimes listens to this podcast. I hope he listens to this one. Ryan Miller, Hi, Ryan. Shout, out to, shout out to you if you're listening. Um, but when they were dating in high school, he was in a band and they would do some incubus cover bands. And so Abby would listen to incubus as well. She got into them. And so I think that's how I remember, uh, okay. getting into them. Okay. So maybe, I mean, it may have been, it might've been her or it yeah. might've been you yeah, via her. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was, it was one of you two who actually introduced me to them. And I really did actually in, ended up enjoying them. And this one, mm-hmm. I, it, it was kind of hard cause there were several songs I actually did like from them. But in the end, I thought this one was probably the most representative and the best one. Okay. I'll save up. Just because I'm going to talk some more later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, okay, well then, what is your number six? All right, my number six is from actually one of the bands that I would say at one point I considered my favorite band at the time. They were my number one band. And they kind of got the Nickelback treatment before Nickelback got the Nickelback treatment. <laughs> um, and really it was because when people kind of realized, oh, they're a Christian rock band, uh, you know, they kind of shat them down. But fuck that, man. They, they still rocked. And I loved them. Uh, my number six is Creed, and I'm going with What If. I'm sad to say, not only did they not make my list, they didn't even actually make my initial list because I initially, I saw them. I was like, I'm not even putting them on my oh. list because I know you're going to talk about them. Yeah, damn straight. I Man, I my shitty high school band that I had, and I was lead singer, um, we did a cover of My Own Prison. Terribly, might I add. <laughs> uh, and and I, 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 it's so bad. I, I think I have a recording of it, and I should just delete that so no one ever finds it and uh, listens to it, but... Yeah, the uh, the what if song, like, I fucking love this band, man. And this song, mm-hmm. it 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 rocks hard. It it gets it gets you pumped up. Like I listened to quite a bit of their other ones, um, and I didn't because I kind of kept off the va- the ballads. I didn't want to put higher or mm-hmm. arms wide open or weathered or any of that kind of stuff on here. Yeah. I kind of like and I like their harder stuff. I think their first album, My Own Prison, is awesome, um, if not a little redundant, uh, but yeah. awesome. And but what if from uh, Human Clay, the second album that had higher on it, is I think just a, a great representation of of their hard stuff. So, yeah, um, came out uh, as number one hundred two on the Billboard Hot one hundred, uh, number three on the rock charts, and yeah, I just I can't deny it. I do feel bad because they just got shat on later on, kind of in their career. But they had mm-hmm. I'd say three fairly popular albums. Um, and you know, with my sacrifice or other, so yeah, I mean, I'm naming some stuff that were pretty big hits between yeah. higher my sacrifice and some other ones. So, um, even though I'm not really down with JC, um, <laughs> and Creed is, I don't care. I am, I, I'm a fan of Creed. Uh, all right. Uh, n- my number six, uh, I don't actually expect, uh, f- to be on your list and I do kind of have a story that goes along with this one, and, but they did have a, a hit that uh, was played pretty extensively on the radio. I did not go with that particular hit, um, but the hit that was on the radio was called The Red. I went with Chevelle, and my song that I chose to go with was Comfortable Liar.
I remember you having that album. Um, I'm pretty sure you had that album, and I listened to it from you, I think. Yes. So, honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, I should have picked a different song. There was another song on there called An Evening with El Diablo that was not a radio single. That was my favorite song. Okay. But I decided to go with one that did end up getting some radio play just because. My Here's my story. So, in, in college, towards the end of my college career, um, after I met my now wife, um, she ended up moving down to uh, Athens to live with me because so, she's she's a year older, so she graduated from college or earlier. She moved down with me, and she got a new car, and I didn't have a car because we were our family was broke as shit. <laughs> so well, not broke as shit, but we were pretty broke. Yeah. Um, and so she not gave me, but basically had me. I drove her car, her old car. Yeah. Um, which I, actually I, eventually went to our father. Well, it went. To, yeah, it went to her father, and then it went to me as well. Oh, okay. The, the Beretta? I, I, the Beretta, died, yeah. I, I believe it died with me. <laughs> okay. Um, that car had so many problems. It would flood whenever it rained. Like, the, the, the floorboards would flood whenever it rained. Yeah. And at one point, much like Marshall from How I Met Your Mother, I got a CD stuck in there that would not come out. Uh, and that was Chevelle. Uh-huh. And so I ended up listening to that whole album yeah. many, many, many times. Same re- same thing has happened to the point where I got annoyed with it, and then it would come back around, and I would really love it again. Yep. So I really did deep deep dive into that album, which is why "An Evening with El Diablo" is probably my favorite one off that one. Um, but "Comfortable Liar" would have been a close second, and cool. for this sort of like big list, I wanted to go with something that I think people would be more likely to remember. Okay. So. Oh man, that Beretta. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah. So oh, you. So she had it, then you had it. And then I think dad had, and then dad got like a, a brand new, like I remember a, like a small white Cavalier, like a newer yeah. model Cavalier. And yeah. he gave me the Beretta, um, which, oh no, or, or, yeah, or something. So yeah, it's good stuff. That thing, uh, that thing worked all the way through its lifespan. Oh yeah. Yep. I think it blew a head gasket. I'm, if I remember correctly, yeah, as to when surprised. it finally died. We took uh, that thing on road trips too. So yeah, yeah that was a great car. Yep. Uh, all right. On to our top five. Yeah, I um, well, this I doubt this person is going to be on your list. Uh, I considered him part of the greater band, so I had him representing. He went off and did a solo career after he kind of um, kind of disbanded a little bit from mm-hmm. his band, System of a Down. Which actually, another band at one point I would potentially consider was my favorite band at, at one period. I really, mm-hmm. really like them, um, and I love a lot of System songs. Uh, but I ended up going with one from Serge Tankian's solo career, which I'm, like I said, I'm just having represent all of system for me. And okay. I'm going with Empty Walls. Obviously, that didn't, I've never heard any of his solo stuff. Um, my my system of a down song was um, Toxicity, although Ariel's was a close second. I liked that song, but Ariel's was a little bit slower. Yeah. Um, 
So, but a system actually was my number eleven. Okay. So it yeah. it just missed making making my top ten. I I originally actually had a system song, and my system song was uh, Science, also from the Toxicity album. Um, that was going to be my one. And then I ultimately I was like, you know what? Just to get an extra band in here, let me just. And <laughs> yeah. I and I had this one up higher, so I was like, let's just cut that out. So yeah, this was a later one. This uh this album came out in two thousand and seven. Uh, so it was definitely kind of, I would say, probably mostly past new metal, but yeah. they specifically had Search Tankian on the list. So I'm like, okay. I'm going to consider it then. <laughs> yeah. This song uh, hit number 97 on the Billboard Hot 100, four on the rock charts. His style and with System, they are so unique. They um, are. I, uh, similar enough to Rage, they hit a lot of political stuff, and I actually really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just love them. I love their their their. You can you can hear System, and you immediately know, oh, this is a System song. Um, all right, so my number five was a band you mentioned already, Slipknot, mm-hmm. and my number five song is the other song that became a single off of that same album, and that is Spit It Out. That wasn't the other one I was considering, um, but that's a good one. I I believe I was introduced to the band through our cousin Matt. Yeah, that um, sounds about right to me too. Yeah, so I remember him talking about it, and um, I really I so I gave it a chance and actually fell in love with probably the good the first half of that album. I listened to mm-hmm. a lot of songs um, off that, and uh, yeah, it's sort of like oh, they seem like such a you know, like a novelty mm-hmm. thing with the, you know, they have extra, they basically have like a drum set player and like two extra guys who just beat on kegs uh-huh. essentially. Um, and all these ex- other stuff and they wear masks and it seems clicky. And then you listen to it and you're like, that's some pretty damn good metal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, that's it some is. Pretty damn good metal. So, uh, yeah. So I've, 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 I've loved the song. I love a lot of their other stuff, but mostly for me, I've stuck to the things off their initial album. Um, I didn't go too much farther than than that. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, good stuff. I like how fast paced it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the sort of like sort of moto perpetuo of his rapping, where it's just it's go 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 constant 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 constant. Um, he's doing lots of 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 like running of lyrics all the way through, and I really really gets me motivated. It's another another one. Actually, all of these are really fun driving songs. I think a lot. Yeah. Time, so and that's, that's another one that's high energy all the way through yeah i mean this would make a, a hell of a driving or a workout playlist yeah. as well so i actually have like i, I have my i call it new metal and 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 hard rock it's like yeah my new metal and hard rock playlist and actually i use it quite a bit when i am lifting and i need that extra okay. pump a good yeah. song comes on this does it yeah also i like the line biggity biggity bitch boy <laughs> that's a good that's another one out there <laughs> All right, cool. All right, cool. Uh, uh, number four. All right, uh, my number four is from a band that you said before, uh, but was a different song, and uh, it's one that 
that I felt I remember my sister uh, introducing us to. Again, shout out to Ryan Miller if you're listening to this episode. Um, it's Incubus, and the one I chose to represent is Make Yourself. If you let him make you, make you paper mache. So, uh, so they had the album "Make Yourself." This wasn't even a single. Uh, the The main single okay. was probably was well, "Drive" was probably the biggest one okay. from that album. Um, or but or "Pardon Pardon Me" was like their other kind of more heavier one yeah. from that album. Um, I because I didn't want to do the more ballady ones. I didn't can kind of put in consideration for drive, even though I probably like that song more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and also I really love some of their stuff from their later albums, like grenades, like dig, I think is a gorgeous song, oil and water fast, a fantastic song, a bunch of other stuff. I really, really like from incubus. Um, I also considered new skin, uh, you know, anything from science is awesome. Fungus among us is kind of funkier, um, but yeah. it's interesting. So yeah, this one I think, I think came out in 1999. It, yeah, it wasn't a single, but I love, this song it's just hard it's good hard incubus mm-hmm. um and yeah it, i kind of i kind of find it tough to to think incubus is new metal i don't really consider it i'd probably just consider it like you know alternate hard rock um mm-hmm. or something like that but because it was on the list i included yeah. it and i really appreciate incubus so i had to had to do it well that's it i contacted you i was like do you consider this new yeah. metal because i saw it and uh and you're like, no. And I was like, well, yeah. the internet does. And that's when you say, like, oh, crap, it is on this list. I'm like, oh, I guess we're going to have to go with it because it's on yep. the list. So, yeah, because initially I wouldn't have thought of them as new metal either. Um, oddly enough, like my favorite song, my favorite song uh, probably was a song that, was, first of all, it was it was slow. So it was not going to make this list for the simple fact that it was slow. And mm-hmm. I was trying trying oh. to keep this stuff rocking. Acquiesce Transition. Acquiesce Transition. Dude, I that's love, such a good song. I love that song. Yeah, or transmission. It's like a great, I can't remember. Maybe it's, it's a great zone out song. It is. Oh man, it is. It's just you're right. It's just you get good. You get good vibes with that yeah. one. Yeah. So I, initially, I was like, "Oh, that's gonna make my list," and I was like, "No, it's not new metal ish enough yeah. <laughs> to make this list." Absolutely, that's guess correct. <laughs> uh, my number four. So I don't think this band is gonna have made your list. I don't remember you listening to them a lot. But I listened to them a good bit. I had uh, a couple of their albums, and they got really, really popular in the early 2000s. And so that's the, the that album is the one that my selection came off of. And it is 311's Wake Your Mind Up. Get out and scream in the window. The world we live in is complicated. The streets that we walk 
definitely, uh, I consider them like a John band more than me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they first hit their initial popularity when I was like probably a sophomore in high school mm-hmm. or maybe even a freshman in high school. Um, yeah, because that, like, that's when Down came out, I think, when mm-hmm. I was a freshman. And then they had an album come out, I think, either late, either 99 or like 2000, 2001. Um, and uh, that's when you had the the other songs like uh, some of the... Come Original. Uh, some of no, the Come ones. Original was off of the same oh, okay, okay. one as Down. But uh, 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 like Champagne uh, or Amber. Amber yeah, was a big Amber. hit. Amber is the color of your energy. Yeah. That's actually one of my least favorite. I like their other ones that are a little bit... Yeah, yeah little bit well, I, most of the other stuff off that album I enjoyed more. I mean, Amber's fine, but it's, yeah. it's, 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 you know, it's not 311-ish enough for me, mm-hmm. so... Um, but wake your mind up. Um, is is has good move to it. Um, you know, three eleven has always been sort of a combination of rap and funk and and rock all at the same time, and and that's a good. This one's a good representation of that. You got a cool little bass solo uh, towards the end of it, and it kind of rocks out to the end. So I've always enjoyed this song. All right, our top three. Let's see how this goes. What is your number three, sir? Uh, my number three. There's a chance that this one's on your list. I think there's a definite chance that the band is on your list, but I have a feeling maybe it's a different song because uh, I can't remember which song you said was your favorite when we talked Zenzucht from Rammstein. Uh, my number three is Du Hast. I missed the fact that they were on the list. Uh, <laughs> yes, they, yeah, they were on the list. <laughs> okay. I mean, again, they are another band. I'm like, when I hear Rammstein, I think industrial. Yeah. That's, well, I, and also, like, they have their own kind of genre. They're sort of like the German industrial rock, which I got heavily into. Like, I could do a top 10, and I, I'm going to, I always, but you make fun of me every time I say it. It's like New Dutch Heute or whatever. I forget how to say I, it. I, whatever, I don't, it's I don't New know. German Hardness in German, yeah. whatever that is. Um, but I always kind of see them as that is their genre. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I completely glazed over the fact that they were, maybe I, I might've saw it and be like, nope, they're yeah. not new metal. Oh well, yeah. But, um, but because, yeah, because they're on the list, I definitely include them. And Duhost is a song. It's specifically, it's kind of like my go-to pump up song. Um, it's, it's the one that if I, if I'm doing a heavy squat, and I need mm-hmm. that extra. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on, and then I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna kind of like pace myself while the build up. The dun, 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 and, yeah. and then once once you get the dun, 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 once that's going, then I'm ready to squat. Like, I think <laughs> I think yeah. Curse Mish is my go to song Curse. off of that album. Okay, yeah, I, I remember you having a different one, um, but yeah, I mean it. Uh, Duhas so fucking good. It peaked at number twenty on the Billboard Rock charts. 
Um, it's the most successful German language song in the history of the, the rock charts. <laughs> I mean, fantastic opening. It The yeah. way that it hits and then it kind of like comes back, hits again later in the song. Yeah. It's just, it's in your face. It's it's a perfect, I think, representation of good, hard fucking kind of metal. So I love it. Yeah. And another band that I've, I've for years have been like, they'd come through Vegas and I'd be like, oh, I should go see them. Oh. And then I never do, and I, I'm gonna. Ha- it's gonna have to happen, dude. You, I see clips of their live shows. They put on a fucking hell of a show. I yeah, think. I mean it's 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 weird. It's creepy. Yeah, it's it's all the shit that I don't like, which means I need to go see them. Yeah, they have a really big. I mean, I think they're still probably one of Germany's biggest bands. But like, you look through, they have a ton of music videos with a bunch of hits. Uh, they yeah. say on YouTube a lot, but they have they put a lot of production value in their music videos. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. highly recommend it. Go just go check out like I've gone on like just Rammstein binges on YouTube and just be like, man, good shit. All right. So my number three was one I was about iffy about putting on because I don't know if I really consider him new metal, but this album did come out around the time of the new metal craze. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still sounds like his initial band, which was from the early 90s. But uh, since it was since it, they listed him, but not his band. So I was OK with that at that point. Uh, and I'm talking Rob Zombie, and my favorite song off of uh, Hellbilly Deluxe was Living Dead Girl. Rob Zombie made my number eleven. Um, okay, but for me, was it, was it Dragula? No, and I love Dragula. Dragula and actually the Hot Rod Herman remix uh, mm-hmm. from from um, Matrix. No, more human than human. See, it, that's not Rob Zombie though. That's White Zombie. Oh, okay. That would that would have disqualified it because White Zombie was the band he was in in the early nineties. Wow, it's not well, Rob Zombie. Then I'm glad so. it just barely missed my list because you would have <laughs> torn me a new one. <laughs> I yeah, because uh, honestly, that honestly that one might have been my number one yeah. if White I, Zombie had somehow made the list because I love that song. It's a great. The problem is I got that song with Napster time, and I just have it credited as Rob Zombie on my uh, iTunes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So that actually came out from when he was in the band White Zombie, okay. um, not from his solo career. Maybe um, one of the greatest just starts of a song ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean, people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but I actually saw him in concert a couple years ago, actually with Marilyn Manson. Oh. Um, and Marilyn Manson's show was okay. And I like Marilyn Manson's like, music okay. But goddamn. First of all, I already loved his music better. The show this man put on, it was nonstop energy for a whole fucking hour. He had to have been exhausted because he was like moving and gyrating all over the fucking stage. He had this huge, like big screen that the drums were placed on top of. And he was just like moving around. I can't even describe it. It was like, 
it was it was a fucking experience and it was great and I and loved it. I would not have expected that from Rob Zombie just in general. That's that's very cool. Oh, it was so cool. It was also kind of funny because you can definitely hear the flange that they put on his vocals for when he was singing because it was there the whole time. Uh-huh. But it was so fun. Like it didn't that didn't bother me at all. Cool. Uh, all right, number two. Yeah. All right, number twos. Um, I am not expecting this song to to make your list at all. Um, I found this song back definitely uh, during Napster Kazaa. Uh, because I made I made a whole bunch of actually new metal kind of CDs, and so when I was like kind of looking through the list of different bands, I'm like, oh yeah, I have this band, and and, and all the albums that I had are, you know, <laughs> uh, something 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 mix of like a couple different bands, and I just kind of got like their some of their best known hits or whatever at the time. Yeah. Uh, and this one is a band called Mad at Gravity, and their song In Vain. came out in 2002 it's this song is not soft enough to be kind of in the ballad mix it's got enough mm-hmm. hardness to it but it's similarly and we've talked about these kind of songs before it's one that i i just kind of it's i'll listen when i want to need to take a walk and just kind of like kind of get into my own head or feel mm-hmm. or have some extra emotion this song kind of does that for me i gotta admit i'd never even heard of this band i i don't yeah and i I literally wouldn't have either if I was if I wasn't doing like at that Napster time, just like, mm-hmm. let me just rip everything. Let me steal all the music. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so but for some reason, this is one that I had and I just started listening to it and it kind of started making my playlists over and over again. And this became a song that I played quite a bit uh, just overall in my playlist. And it just kind of stuck as a very, very personal one for me. Cool. Yep. That's that's good. Because um, there were a lot of bands that go into the list. Like, And if I didn't recognize the name, I didn't bother looking at anything. Oh, up. yeah, of course not. There's, so, yeah, there's too many. Yeah. Uh, all right, so my number two was a band that you already mentioned uh, on your list, um, but I kind of stopped at the album before Issues and really got into that one, but I didn't go much further. Uh-huh. Uh, my number two is Korn's Freak on a Leash. Life's gotta always be messing with me. Sometimes I cannot feel my face. 
good song. Uh, it's good. Um, I did like, uh, I forget what the name of the other sort of big radio hit that came off of that one was. I can't remember. But Freak on a Leash, it was it was a lot of fun. Great music video that went with it. We kind of talked the, about the it. The bullet, that's the one with the bullet minutes. going through all yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, fuck good, yeah. It's good. It's, it's got great motion, and, and uh, Jonathan Davis's vocals on that are cool because he does all the sort of little weird, you know, whatever, the weird sounds, which he's kind of known for, but works. It works in his style. The band is still big. They still tour all over the place. Um, It it definitely was a song that I really, I got into that band big time when I was in high school. And uh, so not only is it a good song, but I had a nice nostalgic tie to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the uh, album. Got the life. That's the name got of the, the song. Li- That's the one. Got the life. Got that was also a good song. Yeah, it was. That was a very good song. Yep. They have a song called Cameltosis. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, anyway, yeah. I think I think they're fairly underrated, and people probably kind of I don't know just pass them up. But they've got they've got good songs. Like they do. Both, they really yeah, do quite a bit. Um, and they've had good songs. I mean, they had Blind. I think it was Blind was their first radio hit. I think so, yeah. Um, and that's a great song. A lot of people are like, that's the best one. I'm like, mm, they, right. they got better as they got older, I think. Agreed. Agreed. So, all right. I See, I was all hoping that maybe our ones would be spoiled or something so that we could do some honorable mentions. But I think we're going to have to leave that for the end because I'm not okay. really sure. Actually, I have an idea of, of maybe who your number one, who your number one is. Ooh. I wouldn't know the song. Yeah. Do you, but... Go for take a guess who my number one is. Um, is it Seven Dust? It is. So this is another, I, and that's band. only because I knew you love them. Yes, they're another band that I absolutely considered my favorite band, and actually probably for quite a while, um, a good while. Seven Dust was a band that I, they were just my favorite, and they kind of put out albums like every two years, like on the dot, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I would remember, and I would just kind of like go in and get one, and that kind of kept me fresh. Um, but the song that I chose is praise. I recognize the name, but I don't recognize the the. I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to sing the song to you. Yeah. So I wouldn't actually say that's my favorite Seven Dust song of all time. For me, that's from the same album. It's a Christmas Day, Xmas Day, uh, but that's a ballad one, and it is mm. one of my absolute just favorite songs. Period. It's one of my absolute get into myself and listen and and feel kind of songs. Um, but because it, I, I wanted to keep the metal part of the yeah. metal in this. Um, so this song came out in 2001 on the Animosity album. That is one, an album I really want to fucking get to at some point. Um, I found this band in high school. Um, it might have been from either MTV or something or other friends listening to it. But I remember mm-hmm. I remember me and my good friends. I remember particularly my buddy Brian Reese, um, just a, a really good band buddy who I uh, hung out with a good bit. 
and we would listen to this like in you know uh, you know around band time or in between like marching band or stuff like that. Great song, one of my all time favorite albums. Hit number fifteen on the rock chart, um, and also just I think one little good thing about Seven Dust, they're one of like the few metal and hard rock bands that has a black lead singer. Yeah, isn't um, he the brother of Big Boy from Outkast? I heard that, but I'm not sure that that's actually true or not. Okay. I'd heard that same rumor. Yeah, I, and I'm going to look that up right now because I do not do not remember that. You know, it doesn't appear to be true. I, yeah, I don't think so. I'm not sure where, where you heard that. Maybe because they were from Atlanta. I'm pretty right. sure that's where they, um, the band orig- uh, originated. Um, but, yeah, so maybe, maybe that just kind of, I don't know, came out of something. But, yeah, I don't believe okay. it. It doesn't seem to be true. So Okay. Yeah, but um, I mean, other bands that I want to you know throw out like Killswitch Engage is another one. Living Color, um, not new metal bands, but other ones with um with black lead singers. And this right. guy, I just I love the sound of his voice. He is one of those guys who I think goes from like good hard scream, but also melodic. Yeah. Um, can do that pretty back and forth. And yeah, this album meant so much to me. I had to put this song up at the top. I mean, but I love it. I fucking love this song. It, it's it's another one that just gets me real good in the new metal. Yeah, I did listen to some uh, some Spotify playlists, and I remember a Seven Dust song coming on, and actually thinking, I was like, "Wow, that guy's voice is pretty good." Yeah, yes. So yeah, totally. And I I figured it was gonna be your number one because I remember you just talking them up, loving them. Yep. So they're big, I, big, big favorite of mine. So yeah, curious about yours. All right, do you want to take a guess as to mine? All right, I'm trying to scroll through. It's not a band I've already mentioned, right? No. Okay. 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 Let me scroll through down. It's actually not even a band that I listen to a lot of, but this song I listen to a ton. Um, I feel like I remember you liking Power Man 5000's When Worlds Collide. Is that it? That was one of my honorable mentions. Okay. Um, but uh, there was a particular movie soundtrack that I wore the fuck out and that was the Matrix soundtrack, and on it was a, a song called My Own Summer by the Deftones. I wore the shit out of that album, and I love that song. Deftones, Deftones made my list, but actually, I had uh, Passenger higher for me. Okay, but yeah, I mean, good. Definitely, definitely like the def, definitely like the Deftones. <laughs> um, I think actually, probably My Own Summer is probably the most well-known song, mm-hmm. um, possibly from being on the Matrix soundtrack. But a lot of people I know who listen to the Deftones at least know the song. Um, so yeah, I can't say I listen to a lot of their other stuff. But I did listen to that one soundtrack that they had this on, and I would put this song on repeat. I loved it. 
It's a it's got great screaming on it. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more laid back in its tempo and its feel, but it's got big energy yeah. all the way through it. I remember you loving the shit out of that Matrix album, absolutely. Yeah. So that that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah, I wore that thing out. Yep. I need to watch that movie again. God, that's such a good movie. I know, me too. It's it has been a hot minute. I mean, maybe we just gotta sometimes we just gotta put it on the list, John, because that'll, yeah, that'll force us to do it. Um that actually I mean, well, I'll I'll save that for another time then. Okay. Because we somebody mentioned something when we did our Mortal Kombat round table that made me think of the Matrix. But oh, uh, okay. I'll save that for later. All right, so before we go, uh, I got a ton of uh, honorable mentions, but I want you I want you to go first so that sure. uh, that way I know which ones I don't have to talk about. Um, I mean, yeah, there's there's a bunch, but I'll just I'll go through like six or so right now. Sure. Um, saliva, click, click, boom. It's just a fun one. Love that one. Yes, so it's much a, fun. Yep, I already mentioned the Deftones passenger. Um, uh, let's sorry, uh, a perfect circle. There's a song, uh, so I really like Tool. We both really like Tool, mm-hmm. and obviously Maynard Jackson's other band, A Perfect Circle. Um, I really got into them as well, mm-hmm. and they were on the list. And so I was like, well, I want to. And they they have a song called Judith that I really like. Yeah. And so I put that one potentially on. Uh, there's a band called From Zero that I remember. I found like I was flea mart. Was that like a flea mart or something? Flea market. Okay. And I saw this this album, and it just like I just bought it kind of on a whim, but I ended up loving it. Uh, and they are kind of a new metal. They were on the list, and so they have a song called Horrors that I really like. Uh, all right, uh, Flaw Hole is a really good one. Godsmack uh, has a, a couple different ones, but I chose Moon Baby. That was my favorite for the Godsmack. My, mine was Whatever. That's a great, another great, great cho- choice. That was the one that that uh, um, I was in a strip club in Athens. Oh, um, very good. Um, uh, Toppers. Yeah, I was in Toppers. Toppers was the classy. It was spot. the classy one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I took a, f- a friend who was a girl, not obviously not my girlfriend, but I took a friend who was a girl. And there was another dude sitting across the stage because their stage went across the middle. Uh, and that thing came on, and we both kind of like started vibing to it. It was a really weird connection in the middle of a strip club. It was me, this dude, like rocking to Godsmack while the woman was like dancing in between us. It was really kind of strange. That is strange. Uh, I'll mention also uh, Marilyn Manson. My favorite from him is Rock is Dead. Great, really good song. That's a great then, song. Yep. And then the last one I want to add, just because I get, I don't know, his stuff, I'm not a big, big kid rock fan, but Bawataba is a fucking banger. Was Kid Rock on the list? He was on the list. Oh. Bawataba is a fun song. I actually yeah. do enjoy that song. Yep. Um, some of the ones I'll mention, I'll mention some of the classic ones. Uh, Papa Roach's Last Resort. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Stank, Crawling in the Dark. That's a good one. Uh, Down with the Sickness by Disturbed. Um, I, I was never a big Stained fan, and the only one that I really liked was It's Been a While, and that one's kind of a uh, not ballady. It's, it's slower. Yeah. On my bigger one, I had Mud Shovel. I'm a bit. I'm a fan of Mud Shovel. Is a, a song that they had from their some reason, from an earlier album. For, I, I recognize the name, which means I should know the song. For some reason, that one didn't uh, click with gotcha. me. Um, uh, Edema's Giving In. That was another uh, one I I liked. Um, Mudvayne's Happy. I for some reason I had never uh like I know who Mudvayne is. I actually think yeah. because of Ryan, um, uh-huh. I think that he loved Mudvayne. But I I was like, well, happy, and then I heard it. And I was like, oh, I definitely have heard this. So I don't remember if I heard it on the radio or if I just heard him play it. Um, some other was Seether was another great band. Um, yep. I like their song Remedy. 
Um, and uh, Taproot had a song called mm-hmm. Poem that was pretty good. So there were some other ones, but like, like they, you know, like Orgy was on the list, but to me, Blue Monday was the only one. I didn't want yeah. to say that. Alien Ant Farms, they did Smooth Criminal, and they did an okay job. I think people overhype that version. To I me, agree. I, it, 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 it's kind of annoying. The music video for that is super early two thousands and really annoying. <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry, but the the Michael Jackson version is better. Oh yeah. Um, Duh. I don't. Nobody can tell me otherwise. So. Um, oh, and, and another one that I was surprisingly remember, but uh, there was a band called Shinedown that had a song called 45. Yeah, I remember Shinedown. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there was, I was pleasantly surprised going through this. I made a whole, like, new metal playlist. I'm going to have to go back and sort of add multiples of mm-hmm. other bands now that I have done my, my top, but this is definitely another, uh, mix that i'll be listening to again because yeah. i had a lot of fun with this this was do you do you remember the band family force five do i remember them a friend of mine from high school was in that band yeah i'm surprised you didn't because they made they were on the list i know i know and I, I i decided not to put them on there i think not necessarily at a protest but i was like ah, they're they're i guess they're kind of new metal but yeah no, but I did enjoy their the that album that they put out that he was yeah. on. Actually, you don't think he was on the album. He joined the band after that album came out. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, but uh, he toured with them up until like 2017, and then he broke off and he's doing his own thing now. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a that was a fun one too. Yeah, yeah. I just I just wanted to mention because I remember I thought I remember you knowing someone in the band, so that's cool. Yep. Uh, there was a there was a guy named Derek Mount, who was a guitar player. He actually played drums in middle school. He was a seventh grader. I think when I was an eighth grader and then we didn't really keep in touch all that much when we were in high school, but he had an older sister who uh, was in the theater program and I would chat with her from, oh. from time to time. So cool. Uh, yeah, it was fun. But overall, I had a lot of fun with this one. Yes, this was. is, And that's the thing is like new metal. I think a lot of people might shit on it, but it's just fun. It's yeah. just fun, hard music. And I think that was a, this is a perfect way to put it. This was just a fun list to make. All right, that was our top 10 new metal songs. Please join us next time for our 4th of July episode as we break down the 1996 film Independence Day, discuss the 80s TV show The Greatest American Hero, and recast Independence Day using actors of today. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com. And if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.